podcast. I'm Justin Hodor, aka the Hodoscope. Joined, I couldn't even get it out. Joined by the triple OG, Whittemy Mason. Mace. Um, just want to get something straight straight off the bat, right? Levelsnetwork.com.au. That is our email list. So our collection is nearly here. Hats have arrived. Hoodies are arriving next week. So to get access for the first people to get the kit when it arrives, we need you to sign up on levelsnetwork.com.au. We will send you the list of the merch, the hoodie and hats that will be available to purchase and you'll get that 24 hours before anyone else. Okay. So make sure you're in there. Uh, collection one so is So you can't here. get one unless you sign up. you got to sign up. You'll get the updates to buy one. Okay. So uh, looking forward to that. Um, looking forward to sharing uh, the kit that we've been working on. In particular, Lukey's been working really hard on, mm. on these. We love them. We love wear the hoodies everywhere. Yeah. Got the hat on as well. Um, so thank you in advance for everyone who jumps on board. Um, we're really looking forward to this. Like we said, we, we wanted to get it right. So we took our time yeah. with it and we feel like it's ready to go. Um, speaking about ready to go, mate, I got the Sydney Marathon on the weekend, mate. Me you nervous or what? Luke Why is- am I nervous? I've watched, you know, I feel like I've you've watched, been a part of the I've journey. Watched, I've watched the journey. I know how hard you train. So I'm, I don't know. That's why I keep asking you questions. Like, you know, you're probably just looking, just get this fucker over with, right? You yep. train so hard. You're doing, what, 30K a week pretty much for the last – Eight weeks, more, I more, probably more. more. Yeah. yeah, so thirty. I ran thirty specifically in. I probably anywhere between forty to sixty k per a week. week. Yeah, per week. Holy on, shit! So on what, those big weeks before I taper down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I haven't good done eight I haven't weeks. Good eight weeks. You were doing that. Yeah, yeah. There was some good. There was some. Uh, there was a lot of time, mate. It's a lot of time. Yes. Like you, you got to put in. Um, you know, whether I was on holidays with with Kaya in, mm. in Queenstown, and I still had to get twenty done, and she mate, was when we're in Auckland, on holidays. Twenty k Auckland. Uh, got up nice and early and got that done so we could get some content done. Um, what are you more uh, – are you nervous about anything? Yeah, yeah. Just I'm, like, are you nervous about fatiguing? Just say when you're in a yeah, game, right? Time. You're like, fuck, I could blow out in the last bit of an origin big or big games and that you're worried about like not finishing because you've heard horror stories, right? Yes. The last 5K, everyone thinks they're sweet and it's like – you fucking break down. Yeah. That's probably in the back of your head, That's right? it. That's my biggest worry. Um, and I really don't want to walk. I think I am going to have to walk, but I really don't want to if I don't, I don't have to. Will. I think I can just get a little shuffle on. I yeah. told that story about um, Para Park before. Yeah, just uh, don't – you won't stop. I don't think you will. I, it's the, not in In you. the back of my head, you know, when I, that's why I don't listen to music as well because those sorts of stories will run through my head when I'm doing it tough. Like, fuck, don't you walk, you fucking <laughs> – I don't, I don't think you walk, sorry. So I really don't want to. I've got a good gang. Me, Louis Brown, and Jamie Bureau are doing it together. Um, we're all ex-teammates at some point throughout our careers. Yeah. We all played together at some point. Uh, Lukey's doing the half marathon That's as good, well, man. so he's going to pump out 21. So super proud of him. Uh, from before he'd even done the city to serve, 14K was the most he's done. Yeah. So now he's jumping all the way up to 21. Uh, so um, we've When's got that, a, When is it? Is it Sunday? It's on Sunday. We've got a bit of a push uh, to go, so – um, to get them, I get your guy got looked after. I'm with the Fly Athletic crew, um, and mm. we're helping obviously, you know, push the Sydney Marathon. But in order to yeah. to normally get it for free, you'd have to um, apply for a charity. I don't need that. I don't need that because I'm already in, regardless, because um, I've been looked after. But um, what you can help me do is 
I've joined up with Parson on Clothing for the donation. So mm-hmm. every every runner has a charity. Lukey, I'll get you here. We've got the uh, the link here. Can you put that again in the description in the bio for us? Um, I've got two hundred and fifty bucks. The target's six hundred. So if we can get a late push over the next two or three days before I run on Saturday, it's yeah. going to a great cause. Chris and the team do great things at Parson on Clothing. Um, also, a big shout out to Fly Athletic. A couple of my mates, Nick Youngquest, Ben Lucas, part of their crew. Good dudes, man. Um, they're ambassadors for yeah. the for the. Sydney Marathon and they've ran multiple marathons so um, I'm proud to be representing them uh, but let's get into the news yeah, eh? and still the news is just dragged on all week mate like I said uh, I did SEN yesterday with Fletch mm. um, and we talked about it again what, the gamble the, the news gamble shit? is still going Tyson? on it was Man. on 360 uh, just a <laughs> just a little bit on it. It's given him some good airplay, hasn't it? It has. Yeah. Oh, you know what? There's a. It's a mixed bag. It's it's honestly a mixed yeah. bag. Depending on, um, I will say, and I, I don't know how you feel about this. I I, I sort of like the response from Gamble. It, like you, you got to be half respectful, but he's got dog in him, Gamble. Yeah, he, you got people don't understand. He said this after a game, right? Yeah, yeah. He just won a fucking final in Newcastle. Yeah. Then you go and ask him that question. Of course, yeah. he's going to be on his high horse, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's petty, yeah. and I'm the most pettiest motherfucker 100%. of all time. We enjoy he it. Don't, he don't understand. I'm not a journalist. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm just me. This is like this is what I do. We just we just spit shit out every now yeah, and again, and whatever sticks care. sticks. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just like you want to say stuff. You want to say get fucked. Well, you get fucked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, he's got more pressure on him because he's got to go out there and play again. Everyone's going to be watching Newcastle's spine. Mm. So if you fail this week, boy. Even fucking more pressure, and then they're going to come down on you. So I'm not sure if he's used to pressure, mm. right? Because yeah, we'll it just usually gives it to KP, right? Yeah, you know they've been relying on him, take us to the promised land. You're going to have to be relying on the six as well. So he's going to have to do his thing, and that's when the knives will come out. Much improved. So for this episode, we're doing something a little bit differently because all the spine got all the yeah, it got all the news, it got all <laughs> the headlines. We've mixed it up. We want to change it a little bit, something that we don't think anyone does. Yeah. So we're really big on shape. Yeah. We're really big on edges. You played edge back row, yeah. I played edge back row. You also played in the middle, so you know how the middle's yeah. got the mentality is like in the middle. So what we're going to do is we're going to go storm left edge versus roosters right, storm right versus roosters left, mm-hmm. middles on each other, and the same yeah. for the Warriors yeah. and Knights. So we'll get to the edges for the Newcastle Knights. So let's see if Gamble <laughs> gets another rinse in. Indirectly, because I don't Indirectly, believe he was the target I wasn't to begin with. At him. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand he's a fiery little shit, but hey, there's no pressure on me because I just talk shit. Yeah, yeah. We just and that's my, that's my that's my take on it, right? No matter what we're going to come hurt up. his little feelings. Because he hasn't played in fucking big games and he hasn't played good. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a bit of pressure now. Now you're in, you're in New Zealand, you know, you got the six on your back. And you, no. talk, you talk some shit, back it up, son. And no matter what, we're still going to be previewing preliminary yeah. finals. Whether he's there or not. crack at him all the time. Whether he's there or not. All right, Love so we'll games. get into it. Love you, Gamble. Love you, Tyson. <laughs> all right, um, as always, we're chasing that 20K, baby. We're getting there, mate. 17.K YouTube subscribers should be pumping now with uh, the news coverage on 360 SEN. Uh, we're chasing 20K, 17.6K oh, chas- oh, wow. on YouTube. Those yep. are our subscribers. 21 plus on mm. Instagram. We're also on Twitter or Elon's X. So might pick one question per episode on that. Lukey's put that in. He's going to be on uh, the X network, which is we the old with Twitter. X, yeah, we're rolling with yeah. X, baby. Um, and we've also got the Levels Community Club on Strava 420. Chuck me that protein shake in front yeah, of you man. there, Mace, because 
I just want to thank our friends, our partners, Body Science and the Protein Shakes, which I'm going to be relying on yeah. heavily in the Sydney Marathon. These are the ready-to-drink vanilla and chocolate shakes. Whether you need a quick hit of protein to help you refuel maybe 10K in, maybe 20K in, maybe 30K, mm. but definitely at the end, yeah. when I'm sitting in the ice bath got at Ivy. you can just go, like, suck them up. And yeah, I've got the quick electrolytes, ones. Yeah. I've got the electrolytes ready mm. to go. I'll probably smash this bad boy straight after, yeah. maybe two of them. I'll be sitting in the ice bath at Ivy straight yeah. after. <laughs> so it'll be a couple of protein shakes and then I'll treat myself. I'll see treat you myself. Ivy. You'll be there. <laughs> Currently available in Coles online at bodyscience.com.au and in independent supplement retailers. Mace, we missed out on the YouTube questions yeah. because – the episode got pulled last week, but uh, with a successful oh, review review show, we've got some really good ones for this week. So let's kick it off. If I was Walter – oh, sorry, let's kick the first one off. Sorry, I missed this one. And we were talking about this, so this is relevant. Hey, boys, love the potty. Uh, just a question. Do you think teams should start chance or something for games to make the rivalry more interesting? Sort of like the Premier League. So you remember when we – so you know when we went over the Premier League uh, – sorry, in the Super League – and the fans used to scream your name. Yeah, uh, it was mad. So we used to have, for for instance, they at Waking, the songs, yeah. we used to have, Oh, David Fafita. <laughs> like, I used love to sing that, that shit. Big Bop would come and dance to the North Stand every time he scored a try at Wakey. Um, we were talking about it yesterday with the game day experience with Jay, yeah. right? So you've got, for instance, now with the with the Waz, the wa mm. up the Waz, that's fucking, it's like caught on nationally. You've got people in Australia saying it. You've got the Spider-Man crew. You've got the effort that teams are putting in mm. um, at stadiums these days. And then even to a lesser extent or, or even a couple of years ago, we remember when the Raiders went on the run and they had the Viking Club yeah. after the World Cup. I just think teams now should be thinking outside of the box. We're talking about the game day experience. Yeah. Some game the days in NRL is awful. Well, the 12,000 for a first final, Sharks versus yeah. Roosters, is just not good enough. So, in my opinion, it's up to the clubs and the fans to sort of try to come up with some sort of maybe chant, some music, like, like hey, that, me and you are big fans of, and you, you've shared yeah. it a couple of times, Virginia Tech come out to Sandman, Jesus. right? It's and crazy. the atmosphere. I think there should be something like that. If I'm a, if I'm um, an NRL team now, I'm getting together, together with my social media team, I'm looking around, I'm like, mm. what's unique to what we're doing as a club yeah. and how can we better the game day experience? The one thing... Our TV ratings kill yeah. the AFL, but game day, we're not even close. Nowhere near it. 90,000 compared to 12,000 is just not good enough for a mm. first week of finals in comparison. So um, I like the question. I like it. And that it's is just... from Faith Ismanu, and he, uh, he's, a, he's a regular. He loves our mm. show, so shout out to the question, Faith Ismanu. You know, with um, what you're saying with Wakey and over in England and Hull and all these like north, northern uh, hemisphere sort of teams, it's part of their culture, right? You know, with soccer and everything over there, they sing songs and they yep. fucking really get into it. That's why playing over there in front of 10,000, it's like playing in front of 50 here. Yeah, for sure. I'm not sure Aussies are like that. Our demographic and our sort of, you know, the people that follow the game and go to the game. Yeah. I don't think they'll make up songs and shit like that, but they need to come up with something, right? Well, with uh, the, like up the wars. Like, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, who's thought of that shit? Well, I get it, Warriors, Wars and all that kind of stuff, but like. I seen Shawnee Johnson had an interview with. Uh, JT for Channel 9 yeah. and he claimed that uh, go ahead Luke it's alright yeah the the, um, the My FM not the My FM there was a chick on My FM a few years ago that uh, morning chip podcast yep identified they went back to all the content okay there you go three years ago there we go so Lukey's telling us there um, that My FM the, were the OGs two to three years back um 
But I seen Shawnee Johnson also uh, have a chat to JT mm. on Channel Nine, and he believes that it was sort of a thing. But when he said it after the Sharks game, in the that comeback game yeah. in the Sharks earlier on in the year, he hit him with the up the wires, and then he walked away, and he's like, "Oh, it's kind of cringe when he said it," and then walked away, <laughs> and then from then it's just Gone exploded. Mental. Yeah, but you remember Jack Jacko was saying Jacko up the was wires. doing it, and I was like, I didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah, a couple of years ago. So who the fuck it was? He was doing it in the off season, so it must date all the way back to my FM, like Luke yeah. is saying there. So um, whatever they've done, it's, it's fucking good. And, and I, I feel like you've got to try to find something like I don't know, like use the dogs as an example for game mm. day, right? You play at a stadium that's got a core majority hard, of the time, man. very hard, hard for a game day experience. Find some music, find yeah. something, find find something on a game day experience that the fans can latch on to mm. and can become – And the members, you know, they've got you, 20 plus thousand members, well, right? Yeah, and they can feel a part of it. Yeah. Every single Warriors fan now, even some of the OGs like yeah, yourself man. who – you just sort of get caught up in it. And you just start, start saying up the wilds and, and, and it's momentum and winning helps for sure. Yeah. So if you're not winning, it's a lot, a lot harder. But if you develop that, you, you know, I think the media teams, like I said, uh, the club – should put an emphasis, and I think it'll really improve the game. Do you think the, the clubs really care? Roosters, South, all that kind of stuff, because because we rate so highly on TV. Yeah, and that's what it's all about, right? Yeah, like I don't think they really put. They, I mean, they do put effort into game days, but it's not like America. It's not like the NFL or anything like that, or or even like in England. It's just weird. It's, it's just never been a part of our culture, right? Game before games, you just rock up to the game pretty much on the kickoff and fucking yep. enjoy it. Yep. You know yeah, you know what I mean. Right. There's no, no it, real. There's no like you know. Just say with the tailgating and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like with, with the NFL, you sit in the fucking car park for three or four hours before a game. Yeah, it's the best. Having a barbecue, drinking piss, and then going and watch the game for four hours. Yeah. We're There's the nothing pa- like that. We're the Packers 49ers game. We sat at the front for about an hour with the boys yeah. before we went in there. That's um, an no, experience. I don't, yeah, exactly right. And I don't think there is anything like that. No. I don't think we need to go as crazy as tailgating. <laughs> but we don't. We some, can't. some form of entertainment that is um, – That'll get the parents taking their kids and being a part of it. Yes. Yeah, whether it's a, you know, like. You're not catering for us, right? You're not catering to no. the 30, 40 year olds. You're catering from 15 to 25. Because 30. you know why? We won't want to go. No, I'd fucking so you hate need it. Your, you need your kids to drag you yes. to go more often than not because it's so comfortable to sit at home and watch. Like, if yeah. I grow up and, and Lenny wants to go to an NRL game or even an NRLW game. No. I'd, lo- I'd, I'd love to sit there on the couch and watch it with us. So you've got to improve that game day experience, yeah. whether it be some fun songs, whether it's something as simple as a Viking clap. I still get a little bit of goosebumps every time again when I watch the Viking clap. Yeah, it's right? mad. And then they hit the drums at the end. We've got an experience. old player doing it as well. Yep. Do you know what I mean? So this, they, they like the Seahawks yes, blowing the horn. They do that. The so game. it's like you pretty much just got to copy and paste whatever the fucking team's doing in America, right? Yeah. Don't put it like that because we're not like unique. that. You got to make it make unique, it unique yep. and just like whatever fits our sort of culture and our demographic of fans. So yeah. it'd be a fucking hard one, man. Yeah, and I think you're right. It hasn't been at the forefront of their minds in years past, but with social media... And I think COVID fucked it as well for a couple of years. Of course. They've just gone, don't worry about it. Now they're just trying to come back and I think slowly they're going to get back to where they are. Yeah. People come up with different ideas because I reckon it's got to, it's, it's, it helps, right? Yeah. Everything. And when you look at the social media teams and... Uh, the uh, creators that they're bringing to games, whether it's guys like Luki who are taking pictures, um, you know, Jacko doing his work at at, at, uh, at the Warriors, uh, Timmy Costins is a friend of ours. He does, you know, these shots at, at Brisbane. The, it's not necessarily just about the game anymore. No, you, know, you got to make it look cool. There's so much fucking vibey shit yeah. outside of the game that you can put into like it. Like it's so. got to be enjoyable. I've been to a lot of games. I'm just like, I always think of that. Like yeah. if I'm a punter, like I get to go to games. I get to. 
like you got your pass, I can go to any sort of game. I go into the the ambassador's lounge, I get a different experience, right? Ex-player, you can do what the fuck you want. Yeah. But I always think about like just the normal person who comes to a game. Yes. Like, Is this a good experience? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, especially Was when- it, Would it be enjoyable if I wasn't, yeah, if I was just a normal bloke playing, paying for my money, come and sit in those chairs, is this a good experience? And even more so, just like the Bulldogs, because people are going to talk about the Bulldogs, if the results aren't going your way too. So the worst case, right, you, your mm. team hasn't performed. And in a way too, right, if you get like we, – we talked about it after the Warriors game. Yeah. It's something as simple as the blackout that the Warriors do. Mm. Like you put that much energy into a fire show, the blackout, the energy of the crowd, they make the fucking opposition yeah. team wait out there for a little bit yeah. while they build it all up. As a player, you yeah. run out, you go. Shit. It's scary. I played in those blackouts, man. I better fucking. Awful. I better fucking win today, or us. But even without, you know? like, we've got the craziest, most passionate fans. We need to somehow just get those guys up. The twelve thousand that turn up pretty much every game, regardless of how we're losing. Because I usually sit with mum, mm. and she sits right with all the fans. Yeah. It's crazy, right? They're so passionate. And they just obviously they want the team to win, but I'm like. I don't know. They need something. Yep, for sure. I don't know and what it is. I don't know what it's it is. Not just the Bulldogs. But I, just, I just understand from a game day perspective with the Bulldogs. I'm like, fuck. The fans is just obviously they just want to win. Yep, that's. I think if you're not the so uh, Brisbane Broncos, Allianz, the Roosters, and Combank, they've got such a uh, a really good corporate experience. Plus mm. the seatings and the stadiums are so much better that they don't Acor's really rely too on it. A core, you need to if you're in A core, if you're playing at A core, the Bulldogs or the or the Rabbitohs, you need to find ways to improve the Parramatta game. Parramatta does experience. a good game day. Parramatta do a really good they game day because that stadium is yep. perfect. Perfect. So so, yeah, uh, thanks for the question. I think everyone at Acor, whoever's game day is at Acor, sucks. It's so big, it's so big, and you'll just say you play there on a Sunday, you get 14,000 there. Mm. It seats fucking 90,000. It don't look good. Yeah, and if you're losing, you know, like it's just it ain't it's it's not good. It feels like you run out to that, you feel like you're playing at Wenny Park. Yeah, I remember we, we averaged thirty two thousand there for about four years. Yeah, and it felt like nothing. If we did that, that would pack out Combank every single game. Mm, yeah, it felt like some, nothing. There needs to be some thought process around that for sure. Um, good question. All right, Money the next man. one is from Troy. Staunton, Staunton, if I was Walters, I'd be playing Haas opening 25 and final 25. Get on a roll and close it out. But I also think in an ideal world, you don't want Flegler and Haas off at the same time. Be interesting to see what the pack Mason would put together if he could build a starting pack using 02 Bulldogs and 23 Broncos. I'm not going to ask you to do this because this is going to be too hard and you're too close to it, but I'll give you my team. So... This is a tough one. O two. He said O two. O two. Yeah. Fuck. O four. Should we do O four better? Do O four. You got more players. O two. You probably only know me and Oga. Yeah. So because uh, yeah. Sunny and that weren't around. Steve Price was in that Pricey, team. Yeah. Um, O'Mealy was in it. Mace or Ricky, Paddy Carrigan or Bobcat. Was Bobcat in O two? No. It was O four. O four. All right. So I'll go. Um, my front rowers would be Payne Haas and um, ooh, Fuck. fucking Oga, man. That would really – that would like for each other. Yep. Because Payne Haas can get a little bit wider and then Ogre's just doing that quick play the ball for Payne Haas. Yeah. That would be the they'd, – they'd play really good together. Yeah. Payne Haas and like, you've got to leave Flegler out. Yeah. And who was your Fleg- – Raz, was Razzy your other front rower? Starting yeah. front rower? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It's hard, man. I'm going, I'm going Payne Haas and Ogre because yeah. I think they will complement each other a lot better. I'm going yourself and Sonny in the back row, yeah. even though Sonny was off the bench. And yeah, that. but he was like but starting he, lock. He was starting back yeah, row. Yeah, he was all over. And then I'd go uh, Paddy, Paddy Tough Carry yeah. 
in the in the middle, and then yeah. I'd probably go. Probably go Corey Hughes. Corey Hughes is good, man. Yeah, I'd probably go Corey Hughes over Billy Walters. Yeah. Billy Walters has had a good season. He's much improved. Damn. He's probably trending. But I remember I, for for play for I was a Roosters fan growing mm. up. Freddie was went to the yeah. played at the same team that uh, that I played out at Penrith mm. Cambridge Park. Oh, really? And then I went to the Roosters in '18, so I was a big Freddie fan. Yeah. And Corey Hughes used to annoy the shit out of me. I hated that Bulldogs right. team. I hated your <laughs> four Bulldogs One team. One of the greats. Uh, and we'll get to that a little bit later on because I've got my uh, best ever, my favourite ever spine, and you've got your yeah. favourite ever spine in another question. So do you like that team? Um, it's solid. Marco Milley and Big Payne up front. Jesus. Corey Hughes uh, uh, in the middle. He just like – no one's running through that middle. No, no, no. Then you got yourself and Sonny on the edges. Shout out to Jordan, Ricky and, and Capes. Yeah. Two really good other choices. And big Paddy Tough Carry in the middle. It's a solid pack, man. That's a good pack. Even and if even had, if you had, and our O4 was like me, Sonny, Ren, and Bo- me, Raza. me, Sonny and Bobcat, yeah. and like and and Ren and yeah. like Tony Grimaldi and everyone sort of mixed up. It's like Sonny would play in the right center sometimes. He'd come off the bench. Roy would be in around that sort of area. Raza was hard to leave. You out know what I mean? Rennie. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like we had. You don't realize until now, like how blessed we were as a pack, man. That yeah. was a fucking good pack. Fucking oath. All right, the next one is, gents, really digging your show. Assuming that they're at their peak, who out of these unqualified origin players would you choose in order mm. if you were the coach? So if you could choose between – they're all current players, and this is in their prime too, by the way. Yep. Jared Aria Hargraves, Tom Burgess, Jason Tomololo, and James Fisher-Harris. All right. Do you think Fisher-Harris is peaking right now? I think – you could For the last argue, two or three years, I reckon he's been. You could argue Fisher Harris three. is the most consistent in the last three years over all of them. Jared Weary Hargraves probably peaked 13, 14, 15, 16. Yep. yep. Couple of 17, grand final. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then he got a couple later on yeah. too. He would he should did he get um no did he get coughed? No, Jack White got it. No, he deserved it. Yeah, in he that, did. He did. In the uh, 19. 20, yeah, 19, wasn't it? Um Tao Malala was the best forward 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. He's the pick. Fuck, mate. You can't go past a peak town. Don't worry about Don't worry about what's happening now. Yeah. He's playing a little bit busted. But even he showed glimpses last yeah, year. Yeah, fucking oath. He's got it, mate. He would destroy Origin right now. Yeah. If he was playing, if he was just playing lock for New South Wales or front row, he would destroy Origin. Yeah. In he's that, just got that in his prime. Would he have played for Queensland or New South Wales? Fucking probably Queensland. Queensland. Imagine that. Imagine if that team... After the run of those guys are sort of yeah. finishing and fit, like then he comes on dwindling board. in and he's like he would have taken him against 16, him. 17, 18, yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah, he's like he would have got the back end of the OGs and then would have helped Munster, Cherry, yeah, and he would have been part of the gang next right gen. Fuck, fuck, he's scary, mate. In his prime, I think steps off both feet, can pass, good passing game, bull rusher. Uh, inside other, shoulders, he's got everything. The other two, that's, good. The other two that stand out more than any other player for me. In that era as well. Sonny, Bill or Sam, if you had to pick one. Yeah, fuck. For origin? For origin. And they just say, for instance, they were born here, you had to pick one to play. Be good if they played against each other in origin. That would have been mad. They both would have played for New South Wales, though, if que- the rules no, were different. Sonny would go for Queensland. Yeah. Would he? Yeah, he Is does. He Queensland? He's a Queenslander. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think because of fucking Tong and all that, they all played and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm. – but most fucking brothers do, man. Yeah, or a lot of Kiwis do. Why? 
because when my my dad was Queensland growing up, because Queensland were always the underdogs, right? Okay. So key, a lot of Kiwis they fucking up. play that good, don't they? Well, that changed to fucking completely flipped <laughs> on its head, right? But if you grow up in the nineties and you were Kiwis and you were getting into the game, yeah, a lot of them were Queensland fans because they were getting pumped. And then, for instance, their dads might have been going for Queensland. So me, I was op- I was op- I was opposite. So if my dad went for Michael Jordan, I was Scotty Pippen. You know, like <laughs> now I'm now I'm yeah. furious. I'm Scotty Pippen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if if my dad was Queensland, I grew up as a kid going for New South Wales, yeah. and you know that's how it was. But Fuck, that's a hard one, man. Like peak Sonny Bill and peak Sam Burgess, because they're both Origin players, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to pick. I'll go. I don't even know. I, that's so. It's a toy, It's a coin toss, right? Yeah, yeah. Who do you reckon? I'm going Sammy. I'm going Sammy. <sighs> yeah, he's a beast, man. He's one of the best to do it. I'm going Sammy. I'm going Sammy for an Origin game. And this might sound weird, but I'm going Sonny for a grand final. Yeah, he's got that. I like. I feel like Sammy three series through the middle. Like you know, they talk about origin players. He's an origin player, bro. Sonny will for sure play any fucking World Cups or whatever, rugby World Cups, everything. But Sonny's got but so much in a grand skill final, set. in a skill set like one game do or die, and I need to get a win for for, for some reason. I'm picking Sonny in that. Yeah, but give no, me I a get series. It with Sam, Sam's like just say. Just pick him and he'll do the best job for you. But we're, what, peak Sammy's 13, like 14, 15, 16, 17? Yep, yep. 13, um, we knocked him out to go into the GF. Then 14, they won the GF. Yeah. 15, he took off to Union. That's right. And then he came back. Um, shoulder was never really the same, mm. right? And then he had to finish up a couple of years after that. But um, yeah, even when he first came over in 2010 with that reputation of fucking yeah, going straight through Fui, yeah. he fucking pumped Fui off the kickoff. He all the skills. Like he's quick, he's fast, he's big, he can tip on. He's got, every, he's got everything. Same as Sonny. But Sonny had so much skill, you didn't want to waste it in the middle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so get on an edge. Like, I love Sonny as a lock yeah. where he can roam both sides. Yeah, so do I. I'd hate it when, the, when they put him on one edge. Because everyone just game plans for it and they just stack the box and go to the other side. Where he played lock, he could just do whatever. He just played off the top of his head. Yeah. In the middle of the field, just go bang. He's over there, he's doing little dummies, little flick passes and shit. Like, fucking just go. Yeah. No structure, just go. All right, tell you who does need structure though, Tyson Gamble. No, money kidding. I like Tyson Gamble. <laughs> He'd be an amazing 14 for any club and I really agree with that. I think he's much improved six um, and he's going to – Still got a lot of opportunity to develop into a really good six, but I, I'd love Gamble in the 14. When they were floating the KP idea, um, they actually weren't playing Gamble for big minutes either. Mm. Um, but he's he's much improved in the six jersey. But Mason is right. He's not as dangerous as the 5'8". Um, no, Mason isn't a half, but he's played with some incredible spines. He played with some of the best. So he would like to know, Mace, who is your best spine as a – not not rep, not rep footy. You're in your opinion the best spine um, in the last 25 years. So he's he's going back all the way. He's going back a bit further As in a club game. In a club game. Yeah, right. In one in one particular year, he's gone for the spine of the Raiders. I think it might have been the 94, 94? spine. Yeah. Brett Mullins fullback. Laurie Daly six. Ricky Stewart seven. Steve Walters nine. Bradley Clyde. At 13. That's the New South Wales spine, except for Steve Walters, so, who yeah. played for Queensland. And he's the Aussie hooker. All right. And they will. Let me, let me double down on that, right? Okay, I'll give you got you, one for us? I'll give you the 07 Storm. 07 Storm. 07 Storm. Cam Smith. Yep. Cooper Cronk. Yep. GI at 5'8. That's right. He got Dallas Johnson. Dallas Johnson. And who was fullback? Billy Slater. And GI won the GI Clive won Churchill. GI won the Clive Churchill at in six. six. 
That's hard to Remember beat. We threw Sowie over the sideline. Yeah, was that 07? Yeah, yeah 07. in the first game at the old Melbourne Olympic yeah. Park. Yeah, yeah. At it was the old awful. Olympic. That was dangerous. <laughs> I remember playing against those guys. Yeah, it was t- awful. Tell me about that Olympic Park. Fit like that. Oh, wasn't the running track <laughs> just on the outside? <laughs> it was a fucking running track. Yeah, you'd have to run across the running track to get on the. It looked field. awful to play at, and always windy and shit. Awful, awful, absolutely fucking awful. Amy Park's the best thing they built down there. That for me, fuck That's man, ridiculous man. Raiders. I, I went to the '94 Grand Final with my mm. dad as a kid. It was my Did first. You? It was my first ever game that dad took me to that he wasn't a part of. Like was yeah. playing at the time. So that '94 uh, Grand, I did a, a podcast with Laurie Daly early on when I started doing the potties, yeah. and that was a real like moment for me because '94 yeah, scoring in the corner. I remember any like dogs. He gets angle tapped yeah. and he crawls and he fucking he scores in the corner. Um, but like I said, I grew up a Roosters fan and I fucking hated you guys. That 2004 <laughs> spine, um, considering their spine, mini min cat at fullback. Oh, the Roosters spine, no four. Roosters spine, no yeah, four. Freddie at six, my favourite player. Uh, Finchie Finchy. at seven. Craig Wing at nine. Yeah. And Rico, Rico at 13. I love Rico, but Rico missed the grand final, didn't he? He did, didn't he? Yeah. I think Flano started all, all crop. Did he get suspended? No, I think it was his calf or something. Or his was knee, it? Or maybe an injury? Yeah, okay. I remember he didn't play in the grand final. So our Croc- spine, what would we have? Corey Hughes. I think Adam Perry started. General actually. fullback. General. Braith. Shifty. And Corey Lobby, Hughes. And Tony Grimaldi. And Tony Grimaldi. Like Just a bunch of fucking dogs, man. Toilers. <laughs> dogs. We had a fucking decent side, but it was well balanced, that, right? That spine ain't going to beat you with skill, respectfully. Love <laughs> you, Braith. Love Braith, you, Braith. Yeah, Braith was on top of his game then. So Braith, Braith was probably the most uh, creative out of all of them, right? Shifty was on fire 0-4. Yeah. He was just behind Joey and everything. Yeah. So Shifty just two, three, four, five, six. He was he was top a three he, he was a top three halfback yeah. for what ten four, years? Four, yeah, yeah. Or like, do you reckon he would, would have his career gone for that long and never would have got close to rep jerseys because he had the fucking goat in front yeah. of him? Uh, Noddy was thereabouts. Yeah. Uh, he was playing in rep teams as well. Gowie. And Gowie. Yeah. He, he slept on Gowie. Yeah, Gowie's heavily He's slept on. He was a gun. He was a weapon. But that's why we had a really well-balanced side. You had Ogre, myself, Roy, Sonny, Rennie, like Matt Utai, Willie Tonga. Yeah. You know, like we just had – like General was – General's like Dylan Edwards. That's what he's like. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Safe comp. as hell. Yeah. Like heaps of fit, yards. Fit, fit, mad One, defender. Two, 300. Yeah, mad Good defender. Good communicator. Leadership group. That's why yep. like Dylan Edwards is in all these leadership groups. That's the yep. same as General. He was always in the leadership group. Yep. He was highly respected, trained the hardest, did everything right. He was just in that era where they picked Hodgson in front of him. Remember that uh, Origin series in 01? Yeah. And then Mini took over in 03 yep. and then fucking went with that him. That was it. And that was yep. it. Yeah. Then Brett Stewart and all those blokes come along and then it's just, you know, those one one or two selections that can get in front of you just fucks your whole rep career up. If you could, you could you probably get a window, like General probably had a window, yeah. the Brett Hodgson window. It was them, yes. them two. Yeah. And he just missed it and then Mini took over and then yep. it was game over. Yep. Because um, then even Snakey hit the scene, like you said, yep. when uh, by the time uh, Mini got injured yep. and, and missed some footy. Um, all right, mate, let's get into breaking down the game. So uh, I'll go through the list for you. And then what we're going to do is we're going to break down the edges, like I said before. Um, these odds are accurate as of the 14th of August at 8 a.m. Getting on, starting with the Melbourne Storm versus the Sydney Roosters. Got some changes here for you as well, Mace, um, with the Storms versus Roosters at Amy Park. Yeah. Uh, Juzzy Olam is back, mate. Young Tottenham player uh, who suffered a head injury against the Broncos. and probably, Is that the reason? He might have probably been dropped regardless. Uh, Alec McDonald is the the guy who comes in for Ryan Pappenhausen. Uh, as for the Roosters, they've also no got a few fucking, changes. Um, Falongo? Yeah. Uh, 22nd, 22, 23. Bellamy's always good for a late change. 
Bellamy's always good for a late change. Kid in, I yeah. hope he plays. I hope the kid plays. Roosters, however, uh, Paul Mamoroski has been named in the centres with uh, Corey Allen, who was 18th man. Yep. They've also had to call back Jackson Baller, who's missed a lot of footy. Mm. Junior pa- uh, Ponga uh, retains his place on the, the wing. So. Joey Manu, Billy Smith, and Joseph Swale here. Shout out to Billy Smith. Damn, absolute man. dog. We heard this. So we filmed our potty on Monday. We found out Billy Smith not only finished the game with a broken jaw, apparently doesn't kick goals or doesn't do kicking practice at training, stepped up to the plate, took Slotted the kick, it, yeah. knocked it because Sammy Walker was having, yeah. you know, the little knee issues as well. Joseph Swale, he was HIA. Um Shout out to Billy Smith. He, sh- he showed some um, proper dog. Yeah, some proper dogness. Some dog. He's got the dog mentality yeah. about him for sure. Um, all right, mate. The odds actually are a dollar twenty six at the tab, Melbourne. Uh, the Sydney Roosters are three dollar ninety underdogs. The line is eleven and a half. There's been a little bit of money for the Melbourne Storm minus eleven and a half. So the punters think Melbourne are going to blow them out. Surely. Before before we get to that though, mate, let's break down the edges. So it's a little bit harder with the Roosters because a little bit uncertainty with who plays yeah. what. I'm just going to throw the edges out you how I think they'll line up. And you can let us know. So the left edge, Storm left, Remus Smith, Juzzy Olam, Munster and Liero versus Junior Ponga, Corey Allen, Sam Walker and Siwa Wong who's had uh, a really good eight games. But straight off the bat, straight edge, he plays right edge. Sam Walker and and Wong are locks. Mm. They've been playing in that position now for two or three weeks. Um, I thought Junior Ponga went – Started on the left edge in place of Daniel Tupo, but when Swali'i went off, he went over to the right and actually played a lot better. Yeah. So I'm thinking they may keep him good, on the right good. edge. Um, when Momorowski's played, uh, which we'll get to a little bit later on, I feel like he's played more with left, and I haven't liked him and Sam Walker next to each other yeah. defensively when they're playing. Corey so Allen's a good defender. Corey Allen's solid. He's played origin. Yep. So, um, good kid. This one looks like a bit of a mismatch to me straight off the bat, though, Mace. Um, with the outside backs that are out, uh, how do you think Munster and the left edge with Jazzy Olin back? Do you think they can expose this right edge for the yeah. for the Roosters? Yes, for sure. I think I think he's just going to really. I think he's going to play a little bit pissed off. Cam Munster. Mm. He's one of those people. He don't play two bad games, and he didn't really play that bad. He was just a little bit off, right? Oh no, you could argue Munster's been off for a long time now, yeah. like to his standards. Yeah, he's, he's high standards. He never really plays what? two or three bad games. He's been he's been off a little bit. Well, what's and this this is fucking run. This, this can run. be this can be a backhanded compliment, but. The opinion of Munster is that he's a big game player. Yes. Right? And when the, when it counts, he steps up, whether it's origin, finals, whatever. He hasn't done that for a while. Sometimes you could give away two or three games throughout the season where you go, oh, yeah. money was a bit quiet. Husey took control. Harry dominated through the middle. He just kicks back, chills, fucking dominates at origin, and you're mm. like, fuck, where did that come from? But we haven't really seen it with pressure. Yeah. So um, I think he's in for a big one. Yeah, I think so too. And I'm looking at this edge, left versus right, with Juzzy Olin back and Remus Smith. I think that's a. I think this is where the uh, the joy is going to be had for sure. Yeah, he needs to run. He needs to take Sam Walker on near the line. Yeah, you got to get even just in the middle of the post, right? And just long shift for him. You got the other boy. Who's the other five eight? I mean, um, back rower. So uh, Liero. Yeah, he runs a good line. He does. Juzzy Olin runs a good line. They've got to really go. Like on those fucking outside in lines, I reckon. Yep. Sam Walker's he's he's brave, yeah. right? He's very brave, but he's gonna have to put his head and he's been fucking under the pump of HIAs, right? So you've got to have Juzzy Ollum running inside shoulders. He's gonna have to fucking put his body in front. 
I'm expecting a massive that. game out of Jazzy Olam. You want that, right? I'm expecting a massive game out of Jazzy Olam. Yeah, I've been so waiting for this for a while. So um, I think that's big Wong's, advantage. Wong's going to be under the pump as well. I Wong's, know he's fucking good. Yeah. But like he's only as good as his middles and how he and how Sam Walker defends. So Wong's been in the news a lot through this throughout yeah. the week. Apparently he's um he's like you, mate. He can, he's uh, eligible for uh, multiple. Yeah. Um, I think it's Tonga, Samoa. No, sorry, not Tonga. Uh, Samoa, Fiji, Zealand. Australia. Born in New Zealand. Yeah, mad. And uh, China. Yeah, right. China as well. So he, he had a bit of a giggle. Said, I'll play, he, <laughs> he said, I'll play, play for China all the World Cup. <laughs> he said, I'll play for all of them if they pick me. Yeah. Um, so um, he's, he's, got a, he's got everything. He's got and everything. You, rugby union, all blacks, and apparently the Wallabies, Wallabies are both yeah. looking at him. So that's um, great. He looks like a real player of the future for the, for the Roosters. See, I think Melbourne's so well coached. I think they'll just go through the middle so hard. And they'll try and suck in the Fletcher Bakers, the Lindsay Collins, all the uh, Lindsay Collins. He's a dog. He just works his ass off, right? Yep. But he puts that. That'll put Wong under the pressure massively. Yep. Because Munster's not going to stop. He's going to have inside support, outside support. I think he's just going to. He'll have a field day on that edge. All right. Let's get to the other edge. I think clear, clear favourite Storm left yep. to dominate. Yep. I'm with you. Um, Storm right versus Roosters left. So we've got Will Warbrick, Sever, Marion Sever, uh, Jerome Hughes, Alissi Katoa, uh, and on the other side. I'm, again, this is a bit of an educated guess. Jackson Baller, Momorowski, Kiri, and Butcher. Yeah. This one looks a little yeah, bit a little more bit even. More balanced. Yep. Momorowski's a good defender, right? Yep. He's not going to really give you anything in attack, but he's going to defend. Yep, for sure. Um, I like uh, Lisi Katoa, man. Yeah, so do I. He's playing. He's I like playing Nat angry. Butcher as well. Yeah, Nat Butcher's a dog. I, I, be, I like that matchup. It'll, in the back they'll row. cancel each other out. Yep. I reckon. Um, so it's going to be up to the centres. Like, Seve, Seve's got some talent, man. Mm. Jerome Hughes is a runner. You know what I mean? So, Warbrick. Warbrick's a dog as well. Like, they'll go at it, man. It'll be pretty even, I reckon. You, you know the what right I, edge for Melbourne would just be like, let's just fucking manage Nat Butcher and Momorowski. I think if I'm, the, if I'm the storm right edge, I'm looking at it going, I feel like I've got a clear advantage on the left. If I'm Husey and uh, Harry, which we'll get to through the middle. Do you have a defense, more defensive mode if you're on that right edge, if you're Melbourne? Just I'm, shut that shit down? I'm, no, I'm thinking let's lay the line here and let's give the left edge as many opportunities as possible. Yeah, but like, just say if you're in, a, in defense, right? Just say your mentality, you're like, Against the Roosters' left edge. If we do this edge up, you're not even. I don't think you're worried. Yeah. Well, if you're in your mindset, should be if we defend this edge, we'd like to think that our left edge yeah. is going to have some joy on the opposite mm. side. Is that what you're I saying? Just yeah, I just don't yeah. think they're going to be phased, right? Nah, and they're and they're good. Like they had they, they had some problems there for a while. The right edge uh, yeah. over the last couple of years as well. I think they really fixed it. Marion Seve has been really good. Yeah, Will Warbrick um, is much improved, and he's continually get better as well. And Katoa, because um, you're really if you're he Roosters, lost his shit a little bit, Katoa. In, yeah, the, in the Broncos yeah, he game yeah. He started to get A little bit flustered yeah. While she was getting into him Yeah it'd be hard like, they, People don't understand When he's here You've got 50,000 Brisbane people Just going fucking mental You do one thing wrong To the golden child yeah. And they are on him Massively You can't hear shit Yeah All you can do Is just react right You just gotta fucking Just chill the fuck out any, you know I mean? um, Don't do anything Don't bite back Just fucking get along With the next play Any smaller guys Or young halves Like cause Ezra Mam got in He started chirping too oh, Look, It was Ezra Mam It was Katoa had Was had Walsh by the throat and, and Walsh was smiling at him. Lil Ezra Mann was getting amongst yeah. it. I think little Billy Walters was in amongst it. Any little – It's like you're a big lion. It's like a little hyenas coming at you. Any smaller guys ever chirp you back in the day oh, that you no, just wanted to knock out? because you got a fucking punch in the head. Yeah, okay. So there's no repercussions to your actions right now. Like, So you can get in there, get in the big boys' faces and annoy the shit out of them. Yeah. Because most of them, like, we can't handle it. Yeah. You just want to fucking fight. 
What so about, they, they show so much restraint, man. It's massive. What about Shifty and that? Did he have any um, like? Because I, I used I used to hear that uh, Craig Gale was a bit of a chirper. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. he a bit like he'd get yeah, into Shifty? Your wouldn't. Yeah, it's too Shifty. nice. Yeah, Corey Hughes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Fucking because Corey Hughes would be fucking packing in between me and Ogre. Yeah. Talking <laughs> so much shit, so much shit to the other hook. I can't yeah. even say it. I can't yeah. even fucking say what he yeah. used to say. And he just wouldn't. He wouldn't care. I love. He'd be uh, protected. I love the podcast that Braith did with Jammer, and I've I haven't watched the full podcast, but I've seen yeah. a couple of the clips. And Braith was saying that shit was so personal back in the days. Yeah, almost alluding to like you probably couldn't say that in this. No, day you age. can't. Yeah. Like some of the shit that like some of the players used to say to Partners, each other. Partners, family, mate. Nothing yeah. was like. Yeah. it's fight material. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't like fucking you don't know anyone on Instagram. You yeah, don't know yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no podcast. Proper and shit. hated each there's other. There's a proper fucking rivalry. Like we're all friends off the field, right? Yeah. We're playing for Australian out there, with Minnie and Wingy and Rico, all those sort of blokes. But like and Croc, like, fuck mate. Some of the shit that got thrown out, because we used to hang out together. You used to Radices, know the right people. Sapphire. Same people. It's just yeah. like Croc yeah. said, I think Brace alluding to one of these times where Croc said some shit to Braith. I'm like, yeah. fuck. Braith nearly lost it. Yeah. First time I've seen Bop nearly lose it. And, uh, yeah. I, I love that shit. This but we just fucking shake hands after the game. Yeah, just go and get on the piss. I, as a kid, when I was coming through and I used to see you all at Ravisi's and Sapphire and you know, I was a junior at the Roosters and I used to see you hanging together. I always, mm. me and the younger boys would always be like, fuck, is there tension between them? Because nah. as a Roosters, 18, SG baller and 20s, I fucking hated the Bulldogs team. Yeah. So I, as a part of me that wanted you guys not to hang out, yeah. but I was always, you'd always be mixing them in. It was a weird vibe, right? Because yeah. I knew most of them. Yeah. I've known from uh, Rep Footy as well. From, yeah, from, yeah. So once you go on kangaroo tools and that together, yeah. you're fucking boys. Yeah. But guys like guys like Ogre and that, he yeah. fucking take that shit personal. Him yeah. and Jason Kalis and all these other blokes, you yeah. try and kill them. Th- they wouldn't hang together. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. But me, I just, I just be me all the time. So Minnie was a real good friend, and like Croc and all those sort of guys. So I was yeah. like, you got that bond forever. Yeah. But yeah, some players, nah. No. Even Braith that you never used to fuck with them because you didn't know them like that. Well, even that dragged on all the way to I reckon 2013, 14. Like the Manly boys, if you ever wanted to, like no, remember you, the story we told about, click, man. mate. Remember when Kaidi we told that story? Like you couldn't even talk to players on the field mm. when Kaidi gave us a warning. He goes, yeah. "Don't say anything to Mace because yeah. it's like." Again, social media wasn't big then. Yeah. We weren't. You didn't have all those relationships. You weren't allowed to talk to the opposition. If you sent them out, um, you sort of even before unless, games. Unless you had a relationship, yes. Unless you had a relationship, you're supposed to go. Mm. Yeah. But now it's different. But that's I used to know a lot of players. If I played for Australia, that yes, because you're rep teams. Yeah. Anyone else? I'm not fucking talking to you. Yeah. Not no one. Not <laughs> fucking. Not not even before games. We weren't allowed to talk to the Roosters. So game day different, right? Yeah. Fucking beast mode all the time. But, like, after the game, fine. And yep. then, you know, like, what we're doing after the game, all that sort of shit. But, like, before, fuck no. And yep. if just say if we're playing the Tigers or someone, I don't know, anyone on the Tigers. Yeah. Everyone's going down. Yeah. Sharks. <laughs> like, so we'd have that mentality. But when we played the Roosters or if we played some other team, you know, yeah, your boys. Newcastle. That, yeah. They're stacked with Different, rep players. Yeah. Like, they all yeah, played, yeah. All the, all the rep sort of teams, you sort of hang out together after the game. Yeah. Before it, nah. Yeah. But you didn't know anyone from Storm, fucking nah. Canberra. Storm. You know, Storm fucking hate everyone. You know, yeah. you have that mentality before every game. That's when Billy and all that were young too. Yeah, so they young weren't little in the kids. They just weren't about, you know, yeah. like, yeah, guys like Ogre used to take that shit personal. Yeah. Speaking of Ogre and taking it personal, let's get to the middles because that dragged yeah. on a little bit. Uh, it was good. Um, for the middles, for the Storm, Kamakamitha, Harry Grant, Josh King, Christian Welsh, Verse, yeah. Fletcher Baker, The Hectic Cheese, Victor Radley, and Collins. I like Melbourne. 
I like roosters. Yeah? I like roosters. Because I think Harry Grant's going to fucking just go nuts. Mm. Come and Kamitha, Welsh, just get, get on your front and find a quick play the ball, please. Harry's definitely due a big game as well. Yeah. I think Husey, Munster off. and Harry were way off in that game, yeah. so they're due a big game. There's a part of me that just thinks and, – and I there might even be – I think maybe even Egan Butcher will start again. They've named Fletcher Baker starter and then changed uh, to Egan Butcher, who's – I love Egan Butcher. I think he's a real yeah. player of the future. I think he's going to be a gun. I think if he was an out-and-out 13 out team, he'd dominate. Um, but I'm I, – I respect the Melbourne pack and I respect the Melbourne team for what they've done. But when I, I'm just thinking about that Broncos game and unless they change their mentality where they've still got that catch-and-wrestle yeah. mentality. That, that, that worked well for so many years. They ain't catching and, and they ain't wrestling for the roosters. Yeah, Bradley's I gonna. Think, I don't think they're fucking that hard to tackle. Lindsay Collins and Fletcher Baker and that. They're mm, not. Fuck, they're that's not, true. They're not. They're not paying, dominant. They're, they're not, not paying passes and like. Carrigans and that. So I'm like, Melbourne's bigger and stronger than these guys. Yeah. I think they'll flex a little bit. That's it. Josh King's a dog. Like he fuck. He just tackle everything. Yep. Cowan Kamath is big. Welsh is big. Like yep. They can go. They can go at it. And they'll be looking at this pack going, yeah, we'll just take care of Lindsay. He's the biggest body out there. Yep. Okay, know. yeah, I'm, 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 I'm look, I'm with pack, man. I'm slightly pack. leaning towards the Roosters. Um, the bench is going to play a big part big as well. You got nasty big nasty on the bench as well. You got big nasty. You got Terrell May who's coming off the bench. He's been outstanding for mm. the Roosters as well. Big Tarek look good. Tarek in that whole late he did. game. He well, you know what? You know Tarek. You know what uh, impact Tarek can have. A bit like the Donsky back in the day. Yeah, just come you know? on and kill people. Back, Throughout, people don't remember. Like Donsky was a gun player. That Roosters year, he wasn't that crash hot. It yeah. was he was. I think it might have been his last season. Year, man. It might have been his last season. Yeah. But in the finals, he upped it. Why? When you're an older, man. when you get a little bit older, you you know how to play man. finals games. You know how to play big games. Tarek knows how to play. Fucking he he might be looking this going. How many finals am I going to play? Yeah, it's probably my last final series. Okay, who knows? It could be. It could be one more series. It could be this series. So. Um, definitely I felt that energy from Tarek coming off the bench. And I think like him being – I think he's been playing a little bit busted all year. For sure. He's growing. I can just same, see it's the just same a little, little bit of a drive, you know yep. what I mean? Like it's a, usually he'd just be fucking throwing people off. But he made an impact last week. It's hard for him to come on, right? Imagine being on the, off, you know, off the bench, coming on, and you're just getting dominated. Mm. He ain't that player to change the whole fucking game, right? But uh, he still him had some nasty punch. Him and Nasty can. He had some punch. Yeah, yeah, I know that. But like Big Nasty, I expect a lot from him this week. Yep. I expect him to come on and terrorise the Roosters pack. They shouldn't be able to stop that big boy. Yeah, you're right. That's the bench is in Mel all Melbourne. All right, so let's summarise. Storm left versus Roosters right. Storm left. Advantage left. Uh, Storm right versus Roosters left. Storm right. Uh, yeah, and this Storm the middles, right. the middles, oh, and the, the and the middle and the middles. I'm going the Roosters, so we'll see yeah. what happens. I think all Melbourne. I think yeah. So you've got the bench as well. So uh, with all that being said, and we'll go back to the prices here with our friends, our partners at the tab. Melbourne Storm dollar twenty six, Sydney Roosters three dollars ninety. Where are you going, Mace? Oh, Storm, all Storm, day. Storm. Yeah. What about the eleven and a half? Do you think it'll be a blowout, or do you think Roosters will keep it close? I think it'll be close to start within. A, I think, I think they'll blow them out. All right. Uh, moving on to the the other game. The uh, next one is Warriors versus Knights at Go Media Stadium. Our friends, our partners, have the Warriors a dollar fifty three favourites right now versus Newcastle. With big news, obviously, will be the health of Sean Johnson, who has been rested all week in order to make sure he's ready to go. Uh, for so he won't. He he hasn't had a training session, and mm. they're just going to get him for the captain's run. 
on Friday. Uh, so Dill Walker remains on the bench um, for cover for the playmaker. They, again, didn't have Ronald Volkman in the extended bench, so... Um, they must be pretty confident, mate. Um, yes. As for the for the Knights, Newcastle uh, fly with Adam Clune and Dylan Lucas caught into the side for Jackson Hastings and Lachlan Fitzgibbon. Uh, Adam Elliott received a fine for his Kel side tackle. He's good to go. Um, so let's get to the edges for these games, mm. Mace. Uh, heading back here now. Um, the left edge for the Warriors versus the right edge and our boy Tyson Gamble for the Knights. The left edge, Montoya, Pompey. Tamari Martin and Jackson Ford versus Dom Young, Dane Gagai, Tyson Gamble and Frizzell. Yes. I like Frizz. He really strengthens up that, that edge, right? Yep. Um, oh, Jackson Ford. I don't mind him. Yep. He's all right. He's, like much, he's, Martin. he's much improved. I, I think Newcastle got the edge, right? Yep. I think, I, Frizz, I do. I think yeah, Frizz, I think, Frizz I think, is a gun. I think Gamble does clear. his job. Right? Gamble can do his job. Gags needs to be on fucking point straight away. Yeah, he he was off in that first. That's half. That's the worst fucking half. A that's the worst. Hundred percent. Yeah, because he's of, too classy and he's too good to do that shit two times in a row. He's frustrated. And fucking Dom Young is the fucking man. Yeah, Montoya runs hard as hell, right? Yeah, yeah. Mont- you see Montoya, Montoya running into the fucking. He's gonna knock someone out, bro. Well, he, he got. He 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 fucking ran into the dog of all dogs and 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 he still held his ground. That little Mitch Kenny, oh yeah, Mitch Kenny yeah. off the kick return. So I think he had a goal at Cogger. He might have got Cogger bumped him a little Fuck, bit. He's a um, Cogger doesn't have that same no, stick, no, no. so he just sort of latched on. Kenny got him good, and he went at Kenny, and Kenny bounced. Yeah. Kenny doesn't bounce back no. from no one. So Montoya, crazy Polynesian fucking strength, man. Oh, Dallin and Montoya's kick returns are fucking. Like, beast like mode, we said, man. man, they were they were ready for that game and they were yeah. ready to go and and they still played with the intensity. They just didn't have the polish. Yeah. Um, Jackson Ford gets nullified by Frizz. Tamari Martin, like Gamble's a pretty good defender. If you get numbers at Gamble on the line, he's not yep. the strongest defender. But oh, if you run straight at him, yes. he'll get you. You yep. just need to be a little he, bit inside He makes bad reads. Yeah, he doesn't read the play yep. that well. Yep. But I don't think Jackson Ford runs those fucking unbelievable lines at him anyway. Yeah, and I, uh, yeah, Jackson Ford and Pompey aren't probably going to cause him the dramas. No, Pompey runs those good lines. If you can come outside in yep. on gags, get gags fucking coming out. Yeah. They can cause a little bit of damage, but I don't think they're looking at that edge. Yeah, I, I, I've got – this is probably the – most confident in an edge I am out of any of the edges in this in these matchups in both games. Dom Young's on fire. Uh, Gags is going to be Gags. Frizzell, I think, even though Ford's having a good year, Frizzell is Frizz that is dude. Fucking, he's that he's dude. He's top four background. And then the Gamble and, and Martin, there's not much difference between those two. No. It's a pick your poison on uh, this. This come up a lot where, you know, when we're talking about the Gamble situation. Tamani Martin's name come up a fair bit, and, and obviously Burton. Mm. I think Burton's still clearly uh, he he got, he got caught in the crossfire for whatever reason because yeah. you're at the Bulldogs, right? <laughs> Burton, <laughs> yeah. People will fucking sorry, question. Birdo. Sorry, Berto. Um, Berto, if you think because of the results this year that Matt Burton isn't better than Tyson Gamble. And I, You're and, an idiot. And I'm, and I'm different to you. I think Tyson Gamble is uh, going, going to turn into a good – well, not that you don't think he is, but just because of the little back and is. forth. I actually don't think yeah. he is. <laughs> well, I, I, Burton is clearly better than Gamble and the team just around hasn't played better as a whole. You put you put Matty Burton in that Newcastle team, swap Gamble and the Bulldogs and – You win the comp. You can almost – I like them so much better. Yeah. So there's another one where you can yeah. swap and change. Um so yeah, Gamble Martin swapping around. Um, 
heavy advantage nights in this yeah, one for it's me. It's just what they do to get to that edge, right? If they can go from the right side of the post and they have Torhu Harris and Fanua Blake and that sort of deception, right? And then you get the fullback around the back. So that's where, that's where they'll get them. But if it's just like in the middle of the field, you go edge on edge, you can't should stop them. Yeah. It's yep. where they come from a lot. Like a, that, that numbers line like I told you about, that well, inside of the numbers line. The benefit for both is that generally the Warriors play left to right as well. Mm. Play the Shawnee, that's their dominant edge. So if Shawnee plays, they're going to go the other side. Yeah. So defensively, they're probably not going to be worried. And because Jackson Hastings is out, which has been the dominant edge, the left edge mm. for the uh, the Knights has been dominant. Yep. Now you'd like to think the right will get more ball than they'd normally get with Jackson Hastings out. Yep. So maybe Callum starts floating around to that right edge a little bit more. So um, I think for both should, of those yeah. reasons, heavy advantage right Knights yep. Knights right edge. Uh, moving on to the Warriors right edge versus the Knights left. This is a good this is a good matchup. Uh, Dallin, Rocco Berry, SJ, and Murata Nikora versus Greg Marzu, Bradman Bess, Clune. And Dylan Lucas. Yeah, see, I think with Fitzgibbon there, like he he makes he he makes a difference, man. He uh, his back end of the season was really good. Once he made yeah. the decision to go overseas, he mm. fucking just played his football. Coincided with the form of the yeah. Knights as well, though. Um, Clune, like he's not. I mean, he's been pretty good all year. Yep, he's been a bit like Cogger. Yeah. So when Cogger's like coming and played for the Knights, he's he's performed he'll do well. a job. He'll do yep. a job. But Bradman Best, he's probably one of the best centers in the game. Yep. Maju, probably one of the best finishers in the game. Yep. Play twos. Um, I like Nia Cora because he's a fucking dog. And SJ, they go away. SJ's defense this year, it's been slept on. Yeah, it's been unreal. He's been nailing it. Um, I like the Warriors, though. Yeah, same. I, I think like the Warriors. Rocco Berry just does his job. You, if you sleep on Rocco Berry, he's going to carve you up. Yep. But I just think they're going to miss – Newcastle's going to miss that that combination with Fitzgibbon and, and Hastings and all that sort of shit. If they know, play like, on on And with nights. Ponga around the back, yep. that's where they go. They go from that fucking numbers line and they try and get Ponga. See when Gamble come around, a little dummy lead out the back, boom, boom, that last touch from Ponga to best. Yeah. and they That's ran, where they're trying to get They you. ran similar shape before, but it mm. was more block-block. Once yeah. they added the drop-in, it just held the defensive up line up a little bit more and then they were able to execute yeah. it better. So that's one really good coaching, really good IQ, yeah. um, really good play management by Jackson and uh, Kalen, whoever come up with it because – um, you know, sometimes when you're going with a game plan, they've got little different variations on the shape that they do. Mm. But just say one doesn't work, they're like, all right, let's tweak it just a touch. Let's just drop someone underneath here and then you can have some joy. So um, that was really nice and it's play. So much, it'll be so much onus on the middles, right? We'll get in the middles soon. But yep. like when, if you see Gamble coming over to that side, if they, if they nail that numbers line, I'm saying that rail line there, yep. you've got to fucking move from marker and A and B to put pressure on the first ball player. Yep. You can't let him sink into the line because of – more pressure that middles put on gambling that takes time off Ponga. Then yep. the, the outside backs can fucking sit there and read the play a bit better instead of like on ball, catch on ball, bang, bang, bang. The, the defence needs to be moving their asses off. Right. Middles don't understand that. You've got good middles. You've got Fanul Blake and all that. Yes. You've got Vets, Egan, all that sort of shit. Yeah, and you're right. And I think this is why these middles can really help out that edge. It's very close. I think um, – I'm giving slight advantage to the Warriors on that edge just yeah. because of the class. Because of Nick Cora and SJ. Yeah. And Dallin's just a good finisher. Dallin's a man. Different ways. Um, all right, moving on to the middles, and this is probably going to determine the game for me, and this is the reason I'm going the Warriors straight off the bat. Adam mm. Vanua Blake, Wade Egan, Harris, and Barnett. It's a good middle. Saifidi, Crossland, Elliott, and Thompson. Good middle as well. Yeah. I really like that middle. Someone tossed up an Egan versus Crossland um, matchup as well in the comments. Not even close. No, Phoenix Crossland yes. has is developing into an all the you know 
the gamble and Crossland um, knock, I think, was really people got upset by that. But like, you got to remember, this is like ten weeks of footy that we've seen yeah. quality footy. You can't you can't judge a, a player on ten weeks of footy. Oh. You need to see a couple of seasons. And for me, when the Warriors were going bad, I've been a big fan of Wade Egan for a long time. So yeah. I think he's a class nine. He's due for rep footy as well. Or for Newell Blake, man. And Adam, um, Jacob Saifidi. They should not have put Adam and Jacob Saifidi stats next to each other, even though Saifidi's been killing. Yeah, he's it. been killed. For Newell, that, that just shows how fucking good for Newell Blake's yep. been. Safidi's playing Origin, Jacob. Yes. And killed it. And Adam is dominating him on the stats. Um, yeah, I think for Noel Blake, I think I, I need that I need that fucking man of the match game from yep. him. Barnett, old team, let him go. Filthy. Yes. I like that. You know narrative. what I mean? Like so he's I gonna like be that fucking narrative. he has that chip on his shoulder. He's gonna be coming at you real quick. Uh, that inside pressure that Barnett does. He does all the things that Fanul Blake sort of has doesn't have plays off, but like he would be at marker where Barnett will be going flying. Yeah. Because you know Fanul Blake's going to give you 250 plus yep. metres, big minutes and everything. So Barnett knows his job. You need that dude. Yes. You can't have two guys similar. Complimentary. You've you got to be complimentary. You yeah, you've got to have that sort of shit. Barnett, he fucking does all that fucking dog shit, you yep. know. Goes out there, inside pressure. So he'll be doing all those little things that you need to be done. Egan does it as well. Toru Harris does it as well. Fanul Blake does his own thing as well. It's fucking well balanced. Um, advantage Warriors Yeah yep. I mean I like Elliot I think I think Elliot's in a posi- In a predicament where He's got 13 on his back And he needs to connect it to the edge Where sometimes he needs to fucking run I'm interested to see how Elliot goes Without Jackson Hastings I think they've yeah. got a really good combination And Clune's been good When he's filled in as well But I think um, You know In years past You will watch Adam Elliot And he's obviously a good player, but he's got the odd fucking. He can go off the rails a little yeah. bit with maybe a couple of errors, or he loses his shit a little bit, and mm. you know, maybe gave away a penalty or two. I think with Jackson Hastings is there's like really calmed him down mm. this year because I think there's nice clear direction when Jackson's yeah. there. It's it'll be interesting to see if Clune can have I, that same relationship with him and keep him. Because I heard I was speaking to focused. some people from Newcastle. They reckon he's the fucking heart and soul of that team. Oh yeah, Adam Elliott. Because like I was speaking to Ogre and Ogre was spe- speaking to people up there. Yep. He goes, who do you reckon their dude is? I'm like. Fucking Ponga. I know yeah. Jacob Saifidi. He goes, Elliot. Yeah. He goes, he's the. That's big rap. Yeah, it's massive. In and that's Newcastle. from the insiders, right? Is he a Newcastle Junior? No, no, no. He's, he not, he's, a kid. he's Bulldog Junior. Is he Bulldog yeah. Junior? Fuck. You know, so he holds all the energy in that team. Yeah. So that was fucking good to know, actually. Yeah. Because he's yeah. a good kid. Yeah. But I just want to I want to know what the fuck is going on. Like he needs to know his role. He's either a ball player yep. or he just runs. I like Adam Elliott when he's a dog. He just goes at it. Yeah. And if he needs to connect to his edge, you can do it easy. You got to find the balance. Yeah. Yeah. You got to find the balance. Don't overplay your hand. All right, so let's go back to it, mate. Uh, our friends, our partners, the tab have the Warriors dollar fifty three, the Newcastle Knights two dollars fifty, the line is minus five and a half. Who wins the game, and what do you like with the points? Yeah, I like the Warriors, man. Yeah. Comfortably. Comfortably? Yeah. Um, did you say you like the root, the Storm comfortably or yeah. did you like them? Yeah. yeah. So two, two big yeah. wins to the home team. They'll be good. I mean, I think they'll be close for like 60 minutes, 65 minutes. Yep. And that crowd, you've got to take the crowd out in Newcastle. Look at that field. They're going to cop whatever they cop, whatever they had support-wise in um, Newcastle, they're going to get that in – in opposite. Yeah, in total opposite. Complete opposite. <laughs> um, I'm with you, mate. Melbourne and the Warriors – I can envision a Melbourne big win, actually, the more I think about it. And I think the Warriors in Newcastle have been playing close games now, it feels like, for mm. the last 10 weeks. Or Do you think Newcastle got nearly 
ambush last week because they because of the run that they've had into the grand to the semifinals. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like the last ten games, I think everyone was out of the top eight, about seven teams. There's a part of me that thinks they'll perform better over there. Yeah, I think just, just I think they'll be better for that game. They've they'll be like, okay, well, games, 20, right, 30, we're playing 000. the big boys now. Yeah, you know, Canberra gave them a shock. They're like, "Fuck, are you are you that good? We mm. nearly got done, mm. and we thought we were killing it." Yeah, the mentality. Yeah, so now it's like, eight. "Fuck." Yep. Everyone's coming for us. In a world with no Sean Johnson, um, how do you think the Warriors go? Oh, if Shawnee doesn't play, Mace, are you flipping right. to the Knights? Yeah, probably. Yeah. He's that important to that team. Yeah. Because I'm because of the Dylan Walker factor coming off the bench. Yeah. He comes sense. on and he is an instant fucking hit of nitro. Yeah. Nitrous? Nitrous? Nitro. <laughs> nitrous? Nit- whatever. Nitrous, nitro. Yeah. Um, he does it like that. So he can't start games because he's used to bringing that energy off the bench. Well, they they lose two things. You lose your steady half in the middle and then and you lose that impact that comes yes. off the bench and has an effect too. And it fucks the team up. Yeah. That's how important it is. But I hope, hope to God he plays. Surely, so, surely he had that mindset, right? So, Thursday the 14th, 9.30, Sean Johnson is still in. If he plays, Warriors. Surely he plays. If he, he had doesn't, that, He had that mentality like, fuck Penrith, I need to get – this home game in fucking New Zealand. Yep. Put New Zealand on my back. I'm with you, mate. All right, let's move on to the LPC multi for this week. We hit last week, Kalen Ponga and Reese Walsh in the first 60 minutes. That's where I do my best work with the jam, the try scoring jam. <laughs> so this time, this week, he's back in the team. I think he has a big performance. Juzzy Olam on the left edge for the Melbourne Storm. And despite the Newcastle Knights being better defensively on their left edge, I like Dylan Whitenez, the Lesniak, at yeah. home in front of his... Home fans, I like it. up the wires to score. Both of them to score in the first 60 minutes, $12 with a max bet of 25 That is going to hit yeah. responsibly, of course. Uh, <laughs> as always, we want everyone to be playing safe during the footy season, so please keep front of mind what are you really gambling with. And if you need free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Um, those will be my anytime jams, obviously, for the weekend as well, but I'll put a couple more bets in with those plays on the LPC, on the Bets Friends banner, on the tab app. That's a lot of ons, but you get the point. Um, Mace, enjoy the weekend finals. See you after the Sydney Marathon. Me and yes. Lucky might be a little bit sore on Monday night giving you the review, but we'll be here. We'll be ready to go. I'm going to yeah. treat myself, have a few beers. <laughs> We're going to be catching up with the Hello Sports boys at the <sighs> Ivy as well. The Is it Ivy's after party at Ivy? It's at the Ivy. Fuck, you if might you, twist my arm. Yeah, you're in. You're in. So, um... Good luck to everyone performing, not yeah. only in the finals, but in the Sydney Marathon, whether you're doing the half marathon or you're doing 10 of the best. A great effort. Um, we'll see you out there on Sunday right. and enjoy the footy. See you guys.